If you're building a serious business, in fact, if you're a serious entrepreneur, you're taking this uh, as not just a kind of tip your toe in the water hobby, but rather you are pursuing this as a profession, then I want you to stop for just a moment and listen to what we're going to talk about today on the Daily Dose of Awesome. We're talking about building one of the most important assets you can have in your business right here, right now, today. And I'm not just talking about your list, which is, of course, important. I'm talking about building a team. Your team is going to be the asset that will dictate how high, how fast, and how far you fly in your professional career as an entrepreneur. And we're going to be talking specifically about what it means to have a team, what a team truly is, how to build one, how to foster one, and how to sustain it for the long term. As you jump out here, let me know where you're tuning in from, and let me just start off by saying hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from here on the Big Blue Marble. Thank you for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. My name is JT DeBolt. I am really grateful to be with you guys here on a Friday as we round out another big week, the first Friday of 2019. Welcome to a new year. Awesome to be with you all. Let me see who's joining us. What's up, Bart? Good to see you, my friend. Jan Fanzler's with us. Dave Thomas is in the house from Georgia. Good to see you. Samra, happy new year to you too, my friend. Great to see you here. And as always, I appreciate each and every single one of you. I'm excited for today's topic. It is absolutely one of my favorite topics. And I'm going to start off by telling you a little bit of a story. But before I jump into my story, I want to know from you, what your definition of a team is. What does team mean to you? I'm not talking about some, you know, Webster's Dictionary definition. I'm talking about your understanding, your what, what it means to you, the meaning that you have in your heart, in your mind, in your soul for what team really truly means. And you can apply that to anything in life. It could be team in sports. It could be team in life. It could be team specifically in business. And since we're entrepreneurs and that's the platform we're talking about today, you can keep it... Uh, uh, centered on what team means to you when it comes to your business. But uh, go ahead and type that into the chat box. I'm interested to hear what your take is on that. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of a story here. Debbie Murphy coming in from South Carolina. Good to see you, Debbie. Julie Vance, what's happening? Good to see you. Julie, I'll see you here in a few days next week oh, uh, down in LA. Uh, Graham Perry's in the house. Uh, Debbie Murphy says, a group of people working toward a common goal. Awesome. Love it. That's beautiful com or a beautiful uh, uh, definition or meaning of the term team. Give you a little bit of a backstory. When I was a young lad uh, in my late teens, I joined the United States Navy right out of high school. And within a few months, I was deployed on my very first deployment. And it just so happened to break out into what is now known as Operation Desert Storm. For those of you who are familiar with that, that probably dates me. You get a sense for how old I really truly am. <laughs> but I will tell you this, it was a real eye-opening experience for me to be on deployment, to be on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier, launching jets into the night sky uh, to take down the evil forces uh, of the Iraqi uh, armed forces. At the time, they were invading uh, the Kurdish lands and uh, enslaving and doing all kinds of terrible things to people. And so we were called upon to come in and, uh, and help with that process. The first few nights of that, uh, few, first few nights of that uh, conflict were, were huge. I had no idea what to expect. I was really, uh, you know, this bright-eyed sort of, uh, you know, wet-behind-the-ears young dude. And I just remember thinking, man, I'd always wanted to be a Navy pilot my entire life. Uh, it was, you know, the dream that I'd had since I was so young. And I thought, man, this would be the greatest thing ever. And now here I am working with those guys and seeing them go bravely into the night 
and go out and execute these missions. The aircraft I used to work on was the EA-6B Prowler, EA-6B Prowler. And this was a, this was a jet that was designed to jam radar and uh, fire missiles at radar sites so as to clear the path for the strike package, the, F8, uh, the F-14s, uh, the A-6 intruders at the time, to, so they could go in and um, uh, execute their mission as safely, as safely as possible so the air-to-surface-to-ground uh, stuff didn't get to them. So the first few nights of this is coming back, or, you know, is going on, and we're executing these targets with precision. Uh, a lot of great stuff was going on. We were taking down the bad guys, saving the good guys, and uh, helping a lot of good people in the process. And what was interesting was I was looking up to these pilots, seeing them as heroes, and they come back, and I would say to them, you know, all I was doing was taking these uh, liquid oxygen bottles, which are about the size of a basketball, and it was they were filled with filled with liquid oxygen. I would load them on the plane. Uh, tighten down all the fittings, and that's that was so the air crew could breathe because up at altitude the air air was too thin. They fly thirty forty thousand feet. There's no air up there, so they have to have the oxygen to breathe. Anyway, they come back for these missions, and I just remember one night being like, "Man, you guys are awesome! It's so great to see what you're doing." And the pilot is actually uh, one of my division officers looked at me and he said, "Hey, man, without you, we couldn't breathe. And if we can't breathe, we can't fly this mission." So we did this together. And I remember thinking, dude, that was such a huge impact on me because I was this young guy looking up to these dudes, right? Thinking they were the heroes, thinking that they were the cause of us doing, uh, you know, the work that we were doing and, and saving all these, you know, saving a lot of people and uh, taking down the bad guys in the process. I had no idea that I was actually connected to the mission. And until that night, um, when my leader, the leader of my division actually said that to me, I really felt like I was a part of something bigger than myself. That was when I first realized the power of being on a team and the power of actually understanding your contribution to the team. Now, I share this story with you because it's very applicable to what we do in business. As entrepreneurs, it's very easy to think, well, listen, you know, I'm a stay-at-home person. Uh, I work from my office here in my house, and, you know, I'm behind my laptop, and I'm writing my ads, and I'm publishing my ads, and I'm getting interactions from people. But beyond that, there is no team. And I want to change that thought process if you have that thought process. And if you don't, if you say to yourself, dude, I totally understand that I have to have a team. I'm going to help you become a better team leader. We're going to talk about a few things right now today that you can implement beginning right here right now so that you understand exactly what it means to build and lead a team. So if that makes sense to you guys, give me a one in the chat box. Uh, Samra says, people that work together for a common mission and vision. Yes, absolutely. We're going to talk specifically about that. Uh, Tom Dealey, what's up, buddy? Good to see you. Rebecca Grant says, people working together who are committed to each other and a goal together. Now, listen, Rebecca, I love that, and I want to key on something real quick because you actually got me to one of the most important points that I want to share with you today, and that is this. She says, it's people working together who are committed, uh, who are committed to each other. I love that. And see, when you're committed to each other, that's when we become a true team. You can have a lot of people who are working in the same organization, doing things that are kind of in a unified sort of way where we're all saying, hey, you know, we're doing this. I work for Tesla. I work for Ford. I work for GE. I work for, uh, you know, IBM. We all go to the same workspace. We're all in the same building, the same box. We show up at a certain time. We go home at a certain time, right? That's what we do in corporate. But there's a difference when you're on a team. And I can tell you one of the most awesome things I took away from my military experience was not all the accolades and not all the stuff that we got to do on our missions. It was the actual teamwork. 
probably the part that I miss the most, frankly, is the esprit de corps, the teamwork and that sense of unity. And so Rebecca, I love that you shared that. That is totally awesome. Uh, Jan says a group of like-minded people working together for a common goal. Absolutely. Okay. So cool. Lots of people uh, chiming in. I appreciate each and every single one of you. And I see some folks, a lot of people uh, dialing ones in here. So, which is awesome. Uh, You know, that's, that's telling me you guys get the importance of a team. Now, Ray says, how do you build a team that has your back? I'm so glad you asked, Ray. That is exactly the whole point. In fact, it's kind of funny because it's almost like you uh, sort of hotwired my brain and got inside. That's exactly what I want to share with you today. What's the glue for building that kind of a team? Let's talk about that. The glue for building that kind of team, raise questions specifically, how do you build a team that has your back? The first thing you have to do, Ray, and everybody else listening, number one is you got to create the vision. Now, you've probably heard the saying, it came from a famous movie, Field of Dreams, build it and they will come. It's used, it's been overused so much, especially in the network marketing industry. Uh, and it's specifically been used about building a team, right? They say, hey, build it, build it, and they will come. There's some truth to that. But I want to get specific on what that t- term actually means when it comes to building a successful team, and specifically the one like Ray's talking about, a team that has your back. When we talk about a team having your back, what does that mean to you? I'm curious to know what that means to you uh, in the comments. Go ahead and type that into the comments because I love that. Uh, Jan says uh, brotherhood. And by the way, when we say brotherhood, I know you think brother, that must mean male specific or gender specific. It's not. What we're talking about here is a sense of family, a sense of connectedness, a sense of commitment to one another. So when Ray was talking about how do you build a team that has your back, that's what we're talking about. The first part, though, is you have to create a vision. Here's the reason this is so important. If you have created a vision for what it is you are going to stand for, all right, a vision for what you're going to commit yourself to no matter what, no matter how good things get, no matter how bad things get, no matter how rough, turbulent, no matter how long it takes, when you create a vision for what it is you want to achieve, and build and share with other people, that's when the people that are supposed to be in your team and supposed to be in your life will show up. Now, one caveat and a small uh, sort of disclaimer, if you will. I don't want to call it a warning, but a disclaimer is this. You're going to build something because you are a visionary, right? You're an entrepreneur. You're different than a lot of folks out there. People are going to think you're weird. People are going to think you're crazy. So naturally, you're going to create a bow, a, a kind of sort of a bow wave. You know, like when a ship goes through the water, it kind of creates that turbulence behind it. It pulls water behind it. So you're going to naturally pull people with you as you create your own bow wave in your business. Some of those people are going to be totally in alignment with who you are. They're going to see the vision. They're going to understand it. They're going to follow you. Some people are going to see it. They're not necessarily going to understand it yet, but they're going to go, hey, this seems pretty cool. This seems pretty exciting. I could get behind this. And they'll hang on for the ride to kind of see what happens. Some will stick, some won't. And then you're going to attract some folks that are completely not in alignment with who you are. They are going to be the people that are going to talk about you behind your back. They're going to be the people that tell you what can't be done. They're going to be the people that are going to leave negative comments. They're going to do all the stuff they might even buy from you and then be the people that ask for the refund. Okay. That's fine. It's going to happen. It's part of being a winner. It's part of being a leader. You're going to naturally attract some of that stuff. The key for you is to remember the vision. You created the vision. You built it. They're coming. Now the key is to stick to that vision and be extremely loyal to that vision 
so that the people that do come to you are the people that Ray, as Ray was talking about, actually have your back. And Ray, I'm going to get more deep onto this, like how you create. And I think what you might be talking about is that loyalty there. So we'll be talking about that as well here in just a second. Um, Ray says, hey, they're happy for your success and not jealous. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. The kind of people that can look at your success and be happy for you, but not envious, not jealous. They could look at it and say, man, that is something. That is really amazing. And I would like to have a piece of that for myself, create my version of that, okay? And then when they have that sort of focus and that motivation, they're going to be in lockstep with you. Now, remember, this all began with you creating a vision. So right now, the one most important thing you must have in your business in order to build your list, in order to build your team, you got to start with a vision. So the question I would challenge you with today, right now on this Friday, is to go into the weekend, spend a little bit of thinking time, serious sit down in a quiet space by yourself with no distractions and ask yourself, what is my vision for my business? Not your vision for 2019, your vision for your business. What is it that you're here to achieve? What is the overarching meaning of this thing that you're here to build? Hopefully, it's beyond just the income part because the income part's a nice byproduct. It's a happy byproduct of doing the right things, following through, having the grit, the determination, blah, 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 right? Developing the skill sets, doing the behaviors on a daily basis with consistency. That's what the income is. That should not be the vision. The vision has to be something much bigger, something with deeper meaning, deeper purpose to it, all right? So ask yourself that question. What is the purpose of my business? I'm seeing a lot of great, a lot of great comments in here. Create a vision of what you will stand for, hashtag no matter what. Yes, exactly. All right, here's the other part. So you've created the vision, right? The next part you have to do is share the vision. I can tell you there are a lot of folks out there right here, right now that are not sharing their vision. They're just not. They're thinking in themselves, well, I don't have anything to talk about. You know, I don't have a cool, compelling story. I don't have an amazing background. I don't have this. I don't have that. And they start building this little wall, this fortress, this fortress of solitude, literally, so they can stay, stay alone. And that fortress, that wall is built brick by brick, and each brick is an excuse, an excuse that they've carried forward from their past. Stories they've told themselves, I'm not very good at business, I'm not a good writer, I'm not a good speaker, I'm, I'm afraid of speaking in front of a camera, I'm afraid of speaking in front of people. All those little excuses. Listen, if you want to build a strong team, that team isn't going to show up magically. You're not going to law of attraction yourself into being a team leader. It doesn't work that way, I'm sorry. You have to be dynamic for sure, but you don't have to be the gregarious, outgoing, well-spoken, you know, be-all, end-all personality. You just have to be yourself, but you have to be visible. You have to be out there. You have to be active. Otherwise, people aren't going to know who you are. They're not going to know what you stand for. And listen, the first few iterations of your story, the first few iterations of your message, the first few iterations of your vision may not be the final draft. And that's okay. I can tell you, I've looked back on some of the stuff that I've published over the 12, almost 13 years that I've been in business. And the stuff that I was publishing in the very beginning part of my career, whether it's the spoken word or whether it was the written word, are very different from what it looks like today. Very different. I used to tell people to go out and find their why. Now I tell people to run away from that ridiculous word. I used to talk about goal setting. Now I realize how ridiculous the goal setting is. And there's a lot of other things, but here's the difference. You grow and you, and you transform yourself into the person that you were meant to be in the first place, the person you already are by uncovering those layers, okay, 
of, of all the crazy stuff that's gone on to you up to this point. When you build a team, it happens over time. It's not something you buy. You cannot go into a hardware store and buy a team off the shelf. Boom, ready-made team. You can't hire some guru to build you a team. It doesn't work that way. You build a team by number one, creating the vision, and number two, sharing the vision. All right, create the vision and share the vision, and that's when the people will actually show up and come to it. But you have to share it. If you just build something beautiful and never tell anybody about it, I think it goes without saying. We're all smart enough to realize nobody's gonna know. So if this makes sense, give me a two in the chat box because I know there's some folks out there, maybe you, that uh, are not sharing your wisdom. You're not sharing your vision. You're not sharing your story. And by the way, this doesn't always have to be a beautiful thing. Sometimes you're gonna lay a dud. Someday, sometimes you're going to go out there and go on a Facebook Live. You're going to meet people at a networking event. You're going to write a blog post. You're going to produce something that you think is amazing, and you're going to put it out there, and it's not going to be well-received. Totally understand that. And here's the thing. If you truly believe in what you're talking about, if you truly believe in what you're promoting, if you truly believe in the thing that you stand behind, then over time, in a very short amount of time, it will become crystal clear, not just to the people around you, but it'll become crystal clear to you. And that's when you will refine your, mess, refine your message and start getting those people, Ray, by the way, that have your back. And I'm going to keep coming back to this because it's super important to understand that it's about that, that loyalty, but it's also about that, that common sort of synergy. I like that word synergy. What do you guys think of the word synergy? It's kind of cool, yeah? Um, and like Tom says, you've got to be real. If you're real, then you're going to attract the kind of people that will have your back because they're going to see themselves in you, right? They're going to see themselves in you. And so what happens is, is that when you step up to the plate and you deliver a message, even if they don't totally agree with it, they're going to have your back because they see themselves in you. They see your courage. They see your commitment. They see your honor to what you're here to do, your, the, how you honor your vision. And they're going to say, man, I want a piece of that, even if I don't totally agree with it. Have you ever had this experience before? Maybe you've got a friend or a close family member, somebody that is near and dear to your heart that has a different uh, value than you or has a different outlook on certain things than you do. I know I do. I know I, I've got lots of people in my life that I don't necessarily see 100% eye to eye with. And you know what? I love that. Number one is it gives me an opportunity to see a different perspective, right? Number two is it allows me to be clear. I ask myself, am I truly clear? on my values, my vision, my mission, and my purpose. Because oftentimes when we try to jab other people or poke holes in their argument, it's coming from a place of insecurity on our part. Maybe we're insecure about what we believe in. Maybe we're not clear on our vision. So this is the reason it's so important to be number one, clear and create that vision, and then of course share it. All right, cool. I'm getting all fired up here. Hey, Ron, what's going on, buddy? Ron says evolution. Uh, Julie Preston says, wow, Fortress of Solitude. And by the way, Julie, what I mean by that is anybody, any one of us can create this in any part of our life. We create a fortress of solitude because we want to be safe in our own insecurities. We want to be safe in our own certainty about how we feel about things. It can be a very dangerous and lonely place. All right. Lots of people saying two in here. That's totally amazing. Great to see you. By the way, Ray, great to have you back. She said it's been a few months. It's a, you're always welcome back, my friend. Great to have you here. Uh, Billy Cornell says, yes. Samra says, uh, I like synergy. Me too. Um, Ray Perlman, one plus one equals three. That's synergy. Definitely. All right, cool. So amazing conversations here. 
we talked about this. Now, when it comes to building a team, yes, you, you have to start by creating the vision and then you have to share the vision. But here's the next piece to this. And this is probably the fulcrum, the fulcrum being that part of a, on a, on a teeter totter, right? Where the, the, the uh, scales either get balanced or they get out of balance. And that is you got to lead by example. You have to. Now, here's what I'm talking about. If I show up here and I talk about discipline, which I love to talk about, and I talk about leadership, which I love to talk about, and I talk about team, which I love to talk about, but I don't live that way, I don't lead by example, then it becomes very difficult for me to show up on a daily basis and be taken seriously because people are going to see straight through that. And again, I think somebody mentioned this before. They were talking about uh, authenticity. I don't remember who it was. Let's see if I can find it here in the, in the comment section. But they were talking about authenticity. And my friends, I could not agree with that more. I totally believe it's one of the most, the key and essential pieces if you're going to build a team. Now, if you're building a network marketing team, it doesn't matter what your structure looks like, binary, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. It does not matter. If you're building a team of producers, you have to be a producer. You can't just be somebody who sits there and pontificates a bunch of stuff. You can't be the person that's hitting send and share on other people's content. You got to be the one publishing your own stuff if you want to have those kind of people following you, joining you, and then going in lockstep with you. Remember, we are not here to build a horde. We're here to build a team. Think about a team of Clydesdale horses. Clydesdale horses don't need a lot. They don't need a lot of horses to pull the train. They're big, strong, and very capable horses, but they're also a team, meaning they march in lockstep. They don't do their own thing. They don't beat, you know, uh, march to the beat of their own drummer. They're in lockstep with one another, and that's because they're leading by example. Every single one of those horses, doesn't matter whether it's two horses or whether it's eight horses, in, in a uh, Clydesdale team, they, are, they could individually lead. They are leading by example by showing up every single day. In your business, you have to do the same thing. You have to be disciplined. You have to have the, the, the values, the vision, the mission, the purpose, all the stuff that you talk about when you created your vision and shared it, you now have to live that. It has to be something you do on a daily basis. And I understand sometimes that can be hard. It could be difficult on a Friday. It could be really difficult on a Monday. It might be difficult on a Wednesday. The point is, is that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, it's part of who you are. It's almost like a tattoo, but not on your skin. It's a tattoo on your soul. It has to be who you are. And that's what we're talking about by leading by example. Lots of cool comments, by the way. Listen, I just want to take two seconds off of this topic and tell you how much I appreciate this. This to me is so exciting. This is the reason I get pumped and jacked to come out and do a daily dose of awesome. It's not because, oh, cool, I get to be live in front of awesome people. It's because the awesome people I'm in front of contribute. You guys are amazing. Julie, Ron, Kathy, uh, Eaton Cop Copeland, every single one of you out here, Samra, the folks that are jumping out here, Ray, that are, that are contributing to this, you have to understand, you are creating this. It's kind of like what my division officer, officer told me that night he came back from one of the strike missions. It wasn't just him pulling the trigger and blowing up the, the, the target. It was all of us contributing, making sure the aircraft was maintained, making sure the oxygen was flowing, as small and as humble as my role was. It was important to him and it was important to the mission. Listen, each and every single one of you, each one of these comments contributes. And even if I don't read every single one of them just due to time, there are going to be people that are here right now watching live and people that watch the, the replay going through these comments. And somewhere, I promise you this, somewhere your comment might just make the difference. It might be that one domino that falls and creates that, that, that pop. That, that breakthrough moment for somebody. So I appreciate each and every single one of you. This is an example of teamwork, what you're doing right now. 
You guys are an example of teamwork. So keep leading by example, doing this example in your own Facebook lives. Do this in your own business right here, right now. And you're going to be amazing. I can tell you that. All right. <laughs> Absolute integrity. Yes. Contribution is key. Here's the thing that I want to say real quick about this too. The next part to this is after you, you know, you're, you're leading by example, you're doing all those things. Here's super important. And I kind of tried to, uh, to infuse this in the story I shared with you is you have to elevate people. All right. I, I listen, I know lots of amazing entrepreneurs, lots of truly talented, absolutely amazing, heart centered, passionate people, blah, blah, blah. Right. People that can go out and get the job done, people that can close the sale, people that can build funnels, people that can get conversions on their ads. And when they succeed, you're like, wow, that's amazing. But, a mo but I shouldn't say most, quite a few of them make it about themselves. They're, they're very quick to kind of show you their accolades and show how many people love them. They'll show you their testimonials of all the people that have said great things about them. They'll talk about all of their personal accomplishments, but rarely do they talk about the people that got them there their close teammates, the people that work with them in the dark hours. It's easy to thank your spouse, right? It's easy to thank the, the people that are high profile, but what about the little people, right? So like for me, when I was just one of those little people, my division officer made a point to elevate me and point out to me how important I was to him and to the overall mission and therefore to not just our country, but to the world as a whole. Now think about how powerful that impact was on me as a young man. I'm 18 years old, man. I'm thousands of miles away from home in a foreign land doing something that was, quite frankly, a little bit terrifying at first. And here, all of a sudden, I feel like an integral part of the team, a piece of the solution. That's what it means to elevate people. It doesn't mean going, hey, look at this is Kathy. She lost 25 pounds using my product. That's more of a testimonial. It's another thing to say, hey, this is Kathy. She just got started with us. She took a huge leap of faith. I just want to acknowledge Kathy and tell her how amazing she is and how excited I am to have her on our team. Completely different. Now, can you see where that feels? How does that, what's the difference? You tell me in the, in the, uh, in the comment section here, what's the difference between me saying, hey, here's so-and-so. She just lost a bunch of weight with our product, right? As opposed to, hey, here's so-and-so who's showing up She's brand new, stoked to be here. I want you all to know her and look out for her because she's going to be an integral part of our team. What's the difference in energy? What did you guys experience from that? What did you understand? Um, Ron saying you have to elevate people, appreciate the people that are in the trenches, helping you achieve your vision. Did you catch that? The people in the trenches, not the big shiny people. It's, it's really, listen, TJ, Matt, and Fernie, for instance, they love it when people say, hey, thanks, TJ, for doing this and all that stuff. They love that stuff. They love it even more when you go, hey, I just want to acknowledge the dude that uh, helped me get my website going, right? Or the person that, that uh, gave me the comment on that one, the very first comment I ever got on my very first blog post. It's so amazing to acknowledge, just like Ron's talking about, those people in the trenches that may not even recognize that they're making an impact, may not even understand that they're contributing to the mission. I got to tell you, friends, it is so powerful. It is so important. So if you've got people on your team right now, whether it's a network marketing team, maybe you're building a team here at EMP, or maybe you're building a team somewhere in your other, uh, you know, other lines of your business, think about the people right now in your life that are making an impact that might be in the trenches, all right? They might be behind the scenes. Folks that don't necessarily even expect to be elevated. Think about, number one, who they are 
And number two, what they've done, how they've impacted your mission. And number three, how you can elevate them. Sometimes it's a public thing. Sometimes maybe you take them out for a cup of coffee or for lunch. Sometimes maybe it's just a pat on the back. Sometimes maybe it's something where you say, hey, listen, you've helped me accomplish my mission. What is it I can do for you? How might I support you in yours, right? Think about that. So, so that's the kind of stuff that I want you to really think about. This is what's going to help refine you into the leader that you are meant to be. People recognition over product recognition make people feel they matter. Absolutely. Uh, you're lifting up the person, not just the product. You bet. So listen, here's what's so cool about what we're talking about here is this is stuff that you can do right now here today. My challenge to you is commit to getting out there, creating your vision, sharing the vision, leading by example, but that should be a daily thing. And then also, who can you elevate today? And how can you elevate them? Maybe it's a public you know, acknowledgement. Maybe it's something that's just between the two of you. But it makes sure that it's not just something that feels authentic to you, but something that's really special and important to them. Awesome. Okay, the last thing I'm going to say about this as we close out today's Daily Dose of Awesome is this. When it comes to building strong teams, if you really want to be a strong team leader, is it comes from a place of humble service. Again, it's not just about showing off right? I see plenty of this. In fact, I see it even from people that I, that I know and, you know, and, and I get it. You know, I, I understand they've built a brand around showing their lifestyle and that's important. I'm not saying it's not. And by the way, I'm not saying that, that, uh, uh, testimonials aren't important. They certainly are. They have their place, but understand that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about elevating people, completely different thing. Okay. Not that one's better or worse than the other. They're just different and they have different roles, different responsibilities in your business. If you want to build a strong team, be a humble servant. And I don't mean a servant that goes around and picks up, you know, dirty laundry and takes the trash out. That, not that kind of servant necessarily, necessarily. Not that there's anything wrong with that. What I'm talking about, though, and I think you understand this, and if you do, go ahead and type your understanding of what humble service means in the, uh, in the chat box, not humble servitude, humble service, two completely different things. Servitude is sort of like, hey, I'm locked into this like a slave. Service is where you show up and you give back, right? How can I make a gift? How can I give back and create that fulfillment for myself and for other people? That's what we're talking about, right? When you come from a place of humility, when you realize not only am I not the most important person, I'm just a single part of the team. I happen to be the team leader. I happen to be the person that has the responsibility of going out and being the face of the company or the face of the team or the face of the brand, whatever your role is, right? But realizing, just like my division officer did, while he might be the guy that gets the glory, he might be the person that gets the picture in the paper and get all the, the medals pinned on his chest, there's no way that could be possible without the folks that are working with him. He truly saw himself. In fact, to this day, he's a, he's a great dude. To this day, he sees himself as a person that's, a, that's, that's one man, one person in, in the grand scheme of a team. And think about how that impacts you and your business. You are a person, a very important person, a key person as the leader. But there are so many people, even if their simple contribution is just giving you a thumbs up, that person is technically part of your team, at least in that moment. And be grateful for them. Come from a place of humility and realize, man, there must be something truly special about me truly special about my message and truly impactful and important about the purpose behind what I'm doing here. And when you come from that place and realize, man, it's not just about you and it's not just about making money or building a big brand for yourself. It's about the impact we make. Then suddenly it's not so hard to come from hum uh, humble service, is it? 
It's that place where we realize it's our, not just our, our calling, it's our responsibility. It's our duty to other people to show up and be as excellent as we can, not for the sake of making money or not for the sake of having a huge impact or a huge following or a huge reach, but more importantly, about helping other people change their lives, showing them by the example that we lead or leading by that example that it can be done and it can be done with authenticity. It can be done with, it can be done with, uh, you know, having high standards for ourselves. It can be done with integrity. And that's what you can do each and every single day, my friends. So one of the most important assets you can build in your business besides your list is your team. And one of the most important things to remember about your team is it's not just about having a lot of people. It's about realizing that each and every single person, whether it's a new opt-in, whether it's a new lead, isn't an email address, isn't a one and a zero. It's a real live human being. When somebody opts into your list, when somebody shows up on your Facebook Live, when you got viewers, when you got comments, when you got thumbs up, thumbs down, any kind of reaction you get, realize that's a real, living, breathing human being with dreams, fears, hopes, desires that are looking to you as the possible avenue through which to realize their greatest life as well. That's a pretty awesome thing to have. And you did that just by showing up and just by being you. So get out there today and every single day. Be the best leader you can. Lead by example. Create that vision. Share that vision. And elevate other people. And remember to come from a place of humble service. And you, my friend, will build a very strong, successful, and sustainable business by building a strong, sustainable team. All right, my friends, that just about does it for today. Have an amazing weekend. Go out and do the things you love to do. Spend time doing them with the people you love being with. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you guys next week with another episode of The Daily Dose of Awesome. Have an amazing weekend, and thanks for being here. Trying to turn it off.